Hey Chan boys and Chan girls, guess who's back? It's us, the Chan boys, also. Uh, this is a three-header. Uh, Matt, Jordan, Sonny, we're all here and we're about to have fun. Uh, make sure that you like us on Facebook uh, and also uh, definitely on Twitter. We sometimes do stuff there at the Chansplaining Podcast, at the Chan Pod. Um, we're great. You love us. Keep listening. Enjoy the episode. Yeah. You motherfuckers are listening to Chansplaining, <laughs> the only Jackie Chan podcast in the world that's worth a damn that he, she, or ma'am, that's not what I meant, I meant he, comma, she, comma, ma'am, listen to Chansplaining. The three of us are back. We're better than ever. Jordan's got a nice haircut. Yeah. Sonny is still, the, Sonny is still what anchors us. <laughs> float, the opposite of what an anchor does. Actually. He also has a shitty haircut, so I didn't want to mention. <laughs> I don't want to mention it, son. Your haircut is looking real pretty. It's a real pretty cut. Me, things have changed. I'm no longer on the East Coast. No longer on Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. I am, I believe, 11 hours behind in sunny California. Yeah, yeah, that's how that works. I've been trying to talk to my building manager about fixing that so that all of the clocks. Are right are correct. and that uh, it should be five eighteen mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, but it's saying it's two eighteen in California, and that's a problem for me because we gotta record at the same time. Yeah, we gotta record the same time. I gotta call my mother once a day. Wait, you know how weird that is calling my mom at three p.m. <laughs> I thought it was the same time. This whole time, I thought it was the same time. You did. You don't see the sun rising in the background for me. No, I. I the roosters. Clo- haven't you ever listened to Red Hot Chili Peppers, Jordan? I I have listened to them, but they're always talking. They're always talking about how to get from place to place. Um, hmm. but they're never I mean, talking about time bridges zones. to take. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all just the metaphor for the time difference between L.A. and New York. Can I, uh, I? Something funny that actually did happen when I got to California, the California desert. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really get radio stations out in, um, I think it's the Mojave Desert mm-hmm. that I went through driving. Uh, six times the stations were scanning, and each time was a different Red Hot Chili Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being sarcastic. He, this truly did happen. He it was, was, he was uh, welcomoming you. Yeah. I, I bet that's completely on purpose. <laughs> it was bonkers. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just driving. Oh, fun fact about the desert. I've been in the hottest temperature I've ever been in. Oh, man. This is chance planning, by the way. But first, we're going to do some weather talk. Yeah. Some <laughs> some L.A. driving and weather talk, because we are a, uh, now a different kind of podcast. He's been there for two weeks, and he's already <laughs> just... Oh, my God. Nonsense. NoHo Dreambo. Oh, yeah, we should introduce ourselves. It's me. It's me. It's the NoHo superstar. <laughs> what is a NoHo? Maddie C. North I live of... in North Hollywood now. Whoa, ah. not Northern Houston? No, I never lived in Northern Houston. I lived in Queens for a long time. That's, isn't um, that north of Houston? 
Yeah, it is. If you think about it, it's all of Canada. I live around the corner <laughs> if I want to dox myself. I live very close to an Arby's, very uh. close to a great movie theater. Um, my building number. <laughs> uh, also here in the East Coast, holding down the fort, we got Jordan Asu. Yeah. That's we got me. Sun Chang. Yeah. yeah. Um, we we have to we had to get you out of the east because I wanted to be I wanted a sandwich I thought our podcast would be better if we were a sunny sandwich me as the <laughs> as the filling of the sandwich before it wasn't okay. really working so Matt and I are the bread and Sunny's where the the real stuff is it's true it wouldn't be a sandwich without bread but at the same time you really care about the meat. And that's I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to draw me this diagram of what you're. Sure, let's get the whiteboard out. You're gonna have to draw this diagram for Sunny. Okay, so before it used to. No. Be- okay, this week. <laughs> this week we're talking. We're not gonna watch a movie. We're gonna be watching a YouTube movie oh. clip, nine minutes in length, by the unbelievably uh, talented Tony Zhu mm-hmm. under the his Every Frame of Painting series. That is. How to do action comedy as seen through the lens of Jackie Chan. And it's fucking much better than this podcast. Yeah. Turn us he's, off. He's very smart. I think he's working. I don't know. He made very vague statements of what he's doing now. But he's, I think he's working some like something in writing or editing in Hollywood. I'm assuming he's an editor. Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't click his statement that he gave. But it's a good video. We're going to break down his nine rules. We're obviously going to do Chan Fiction. We're going to jack off for the first time in a couple, I guess a month and change. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been, I've, it's been, it's been really building up. <laughs> gross. Jordan, that's gross. We did. T- <laughs> I, <laughs> we we had, had a conversation yesterday <laughs> with Raven's family about her, how much we curse on this. We did. Why did it come up? Were you guys getting taken to task for probably my potty mouth? Yes. So we Sonny was there, and he had met he had met um, uh, Raven's grandma again. He has met her before, but okay. um, he um, he met her, and they were talking about like how, or I said that Sonny is famous in the house. Everyone knows Sonny, but at the same time, nobody's <laughs> so as weird. famous as Dirty yeah. Matt. You, you dirty Matt. You are dirty Matt. And I was talking about how when we had our old podcast List and Shout, uh Raven's grandfather tried to watch it once or listen to it once and he was just like, "Nope, they curse too much." And a, a few months ago, we had a podcast where like we started the podcast with you like just saying fuck and like not allowing and then, us to proceed. And then forcing us to say curses. Yeah. Like say curses. Yeah, you were say like, it. we're not going to go, I'm not going to proceed until you say fuck. And like, that was the first episode that he tried to listen to again. And it was Dang. perfectly like, and he was like the wrong one. He was like, nope, I can't, can't listen to this. You should give him this one. It starts out with the Tenacious D song. Yeah. yeah. It starts out, ass is the fourth. With karate, it's a fifth fifth word. But yeah. ass isn't a curse. I I don't think but ass it, is the problem. I think it's I think it's the the motherfucker. Well, that's nine. Yeah, that's, that's nine, nine words. That's nine word. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're we got the explicit tag. He better watch himself. Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> you can't you can't hate the art itself, guys. We're the art itself. Yeah. It's marked explicit. It's called chance planning. 
you know what you're getting into when you're listening to you a podcast. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's going to not be for children. Put the kids to bed before you listen to this, people. Hmm. You, listen, kids... you listen to Yay. You know what you were getting into there. It's, it's the true. same thing. I know that there has been some talk that we are actually role models. And I want to mm-hmm. say that we're not role models. And therefore our... Uh, Absolved. Not be judged. Absolved yeah. of any responsibility. Who talked about us being role models? Is that what they're talking about on the boards, the the non-affiliated podcast boards? Yeah, yeah they said that they looked up to Sonny in a lot of ways as a, as a really productive person who <laughs> is very patient with two jackasses. <laughs> very true. Um, uh, but to get into Jack talk. Which I think is what the people are here for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably. Jackie Ch- We're going to have a new book to discuss in a little while. Back in November, Jackie Chan is releasing Never Grow Up, which is a book of his secret affairs and his, I assume, like negotiations in Chinese film cinema. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be real dirty. It's going to be the opposite of this book, which cleans up his act. That book's going to be filth. How and- explicit do you think he's going to get with that's where, like, the little things that we've learned, like, piecemeal, that he's had affairs and that he... That's the first time we heard about his daughter, his mm. Canadian daughter. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll talk about his son, his drug-addicted son, yeah. as, he, as he calls him. Wait, he, ta- he talks about his daughter? I thought he, like, pretends like she doesn't exist. I think he talks about... He, he like, doesn't acknowledge her, but I think it's meant... That, that affair with her mother is mentioned in the book. Okay. Um... It should be cool, and we won't need anyone to translate it for us. And I will. I'm actually anticipating reading it. I pre-ordered it already. Mm-hmm. Hardcover. Yeah, of course. Hardcover, not trade paperback. <laughs> but for now, we have the real. We have what we can do. We got Jordan picking up Chan Fiction today. That's I true. forget where we left off. Picking it up right where we left off. Before we get to Chan Fiction, do we want to talk about anything else? Do we want to right. talk about? The thing that everybody's been waiting for us to talk about. Hereditary. Oh. Oh, let's talk red. Yeah, we can talk. We can talk about it. Who's been waiting? I know I wanted to talk about it. Well, we talked about it. Dan first brought it up on his special episode. And oh yeah, a very special episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that at all. He was talking about the click girl. Yeah. You know that song? Everybody knows about my click. Yeah. That's the song about that girl from Hereditary. It kind of is. That's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> I like that. I know that you were expecting us to yell at you, but I think that's funny. Do you know, <laughs> here's my Hereditary news. Apparently, Alex Wolf was in the Naked Brothers band. Who's He's Alex Wolf? What? Is that Jumanji boy? Yeah. What are the Naked... Uh, is that like that show? On like Nickelodeon. On Nickelodeon. Yeah. Oh wow, that's crazy. Him and his brother uh, Tony. What's his Tony name? Tony Jew. Tony Hawk. Mike. No. Uh, Alex Wolf. <laughs> Alex Wolf was also. Alex Wolf in... and Tony Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> Alex and and Nat Wolf um, were Ooh. in the Naked Brothers band on mm. Nickelodeon, and now they're both like weird young adult actors. <laughs> that's cool. I thought he did a good job. Jordan, I, Sonny hasn't seen it because Sonny doesn't like horror films. No, but I have read the synopsis on Wikipedia. Yeah, you and Raven did the same plot. thing. She, Why? She was like, I'm not going to watch this movie because I'm too scared, but I want to know what happened. 
So yeah. she like looked it up. Like I think that movie is like I think the plot isn't super important. I think the thing that I enjoyed about it is the feeling that it made me feel. It made me feel very uneasy, which is what I love yeah. in a horror movie, and made me yeah. like I after the. I saw the movie on Monday night, and then on Wednesday morning, Raven left to go out of town for, like, five days, and I had to, like, mm-hmm. sit in the house alone for a bunch mm. of nights, and I have, like, not slept well ever since. <laughs> like, I've been, like, mm. looking in rooms, because there's a lot of, like, creepiness to it. There's a lot of, like, creepy, like, people you can see just off camera, and they're not, mm-hmm. like... A lot of horror movies, like, it's the suspense, and then the suspense breaks with, like, um, somebody jumping out, and then it's, like, it breaks. The suspense in this movie almost never breaks. It just, like, stays, which I think is baller when it comes to horror movies, and I think this movie was really, really well put together. Yeah, it was really well directed. I think the writing was good. Were there no... So, does that mean there are no jump scares? or like the jump, jump scares. scares. There are, but it's like they hold on to a lot of the jump scares. And, like, mm. they, I don't think they honestly take advantage of jump scares. I think they, like, there are, like, there are suspenseful things when you think it's going to jump, and then it doesn't. It, like, stays on, like, it stays on that feeling for a long time. Like, especially the last 30 minutes. There's a lot of times when you expect there to be a, like just a cheap little jump scare and it really like stays on the moment for an extended period of time to really milk it and like have weird creepy stuff having happening just out of the main action, the main like like right off in the background where you can see it and you're expecting the scare, but mm. it just never happens. It's really really cool like from a horror movie like perspective and point of view. It really helps to like make you feel scared and afraid and uneasy and not. It's awesome. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it was great. I thought it was uh, probably the best horror movie I've seen in a few years. Like, agreed. Get Out included, and it follows. And Get Out, I think, is yeah. a great social commentary movie. But I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't think it's a good horror movie. I think. I think it's uh, a. Oh, okay. I think. I don't think it's actually scary. I think it's like hard. I think. The scariness is like the social. It's like saying that like is a movie about sex trafficking a, a horror movie because it's talking about a horror of society. I, I mean, it probably is to people who've been sex trafficked. No, no, that <laughs> that's that's true. But I mean, it's not like a horror movie in the sense that it's not a scary movie. It's not I mean, mo- I'm sure Get Out is scary to black people. I found it scary. It has horror beats in it. I I didn't find, I never found it scary. I never found it like okay. I don't maybe I'm like the only one who thinks that, but like I just didn't see it as a real horror movie. Well, if we're going by that, I didn't find Hereditary scary because I'm a tough man mm-hmm. and I know that movies are movies and they're not actually real. So then, in that case, there's no horror movies, Jordan. Yeah, what <laughs> movies are scary? What movie? If it doesn't name scare one me, movie, name that, one scary movie. That movie where the train comes out and it killed everybody that's not scary it's startling it's different no but hereditary is very good uh we can talk about get out being not a horror movie which is somewhat of a hot take at another point but let's get into jackie chan and his yeah. life wasn't weren't we talking about jay chan and his um 
his sweet dreamboat girl. Yes. So the last chapter oh, that we yeah. discussed, it's been a long time, but the last chapter we discussed is when um, Jackie first meets O-Chang. Uh, and uh, to refresh your memory, it, they had um, they had both been performing at this one this one place, uh, this one like hall for tourists. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had met each other and they both kind of like liked each other. And, um, Jackie ends up walking home in the end without really knowing much about her, except for he knows the school that she went to, um, or, or kind of, but he doesn't know anything else about it. So Jackie talks about this begins this chapter, and this is very much a chapter about the blossoming relationship between him and Ocheng. Um, so he doesn't know much about her. He knows that she's also from Kowloon but doesn't know anything really about where her school is, what she does, where she lives. So he decides he's going to go back to the hall where they had performed, and he's got a little trick. So he goes up to the um, the people who run the hall, and he tells them that Master wanted him to deliver a message to the other school to let them know, like, oh, Master wanted to thank them, for their great performance and stuff like that. And they like ate it up. They were just like, Oh yeah. Like we like the uh, master's a pretty big deal in that area. And in that, um, in that genre. So or in, in like the, um, Hong Kong opera scene. Mm-hmm. So they, of course they are like, yeah, sure. Oh, they're from this school. It's in this location. They give him directions on exactly how to get there. And Jackie's doing this instead of, uh, going out and uh, working as an extra in a movie, making money for the uh, for the opera house. Mm. Um, so he decides he's gonna like, hey, half the day's already shot. Going out to this place, you know what? I'm gonna. They're not gonna hire me, so I'll just go and find um, O Chang School and like try and like talk to her. He ends up um, getting like nervous. He like gets down on himself and thinks, oh, I'm, like, a waste of space. I'm not gonna, like, it's that, it's that very much that, like, 14, 15-year-old, like, I like a girl for the first time. How am I supposed to ask her out? Yeah. I don't feel yeah. comfortable. I'm gonna eschew all my responsibilities to try to... Let's all, let's take a pause. How did you, how did we all ask our first girl out? Um, oh. Uh, it's a it's it's a weird thing for me because I asked out I asked out like a girl when I was very young on like a date thing, but it mm-hmm. was like a weird I don't I I probably won't count that one. Uh I at, when everybody like was in I don't know. I don't even know what I would count as like a real thing. What what's the cutoff? When do you think it's a real thing? Is like the girls that you asked out in like fourth grade or fifth grade or sixth grade are those real or is that just like a like a weird like rite of passage that everybody goes through when they're like 10 years old and it's only real when you're like 15 16 that area i don't know i never i didn't ask a lady out till i was like actually of dating age i never did that that silly sixth grade yeah me neither wanna go see jumanji well i i got like i got like turned down in the fifth grade sixth grade ones like turned down for what uh, i 
I don't think I ever like actually asked anyone out out in high school. The sunny got all the asked out. <laughs> <laughs> I I Girls could so he was beating them off with a stick. I yeah. asked somebody out in like I almost asked somebody out in twelfth grade, but then it got like uprooted, and then I almost wasn't friends with Sunny or our friend Elliot anymore because of it. It was like a whole big to do, whole big scene. From oh, uh, some twelfth grade oh, I didn't drama. Know about this. Sunny knows about it. it I was think like I do. It was a thing, uh, but I try to block out a lot of high school. It's the more <laughs> I look back on it, man, what a bummer of a time. I, Jordan seems like you wrong a lot of your friends in regards to to ladies. Mm, what? Oh my god, are you gonna break <laughs> up the Lucy K thing? All these years, is that what you're talking about? Oh, no, no, the other time I wronged you in, in regards to a lady. I've been double wrong. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. To be fair, uh, Matt, when I it wronged... It implicates friends. Uh. When I wronged you in regards to a lady, it was at a point in our friendship where we were at a downturn. and I was at college. No, you weren't. <laughs> yeah, there was. This it was, was freshman be- year of college. No, this was before you went to college. Oh, this is even worse, though. This is the summer before you went to college. Which was a rough time for me, and mm. I think I wasn't. This Wait, is, was that before we went to college? Right, but yeah, right before you guys went to college. Okay. So this was the summer. This is the summer before freshman year. This is around the time that I wronged Elliot and Sonny. And <laughs> did you actually lost. wrong me? I don't think you wronged well, me. I think I. I think I. I think oh, you almost wronged me. I think you. I have no me. idea what you're talking about now. What is happening? <laughs> when, am I unle- when is this question this is, unleashed? This is like a crazy. Do you know what I'm talking about at all, Sonny? I have no clue. This is like the whole. Uh, I won't name names, but when Elliot and I had a dispute over a girl thing, and then we stopped being friends, and mm-hmm. then you and Frank kind of like took Elliot's side on the whole fight. There was definitely a side forming, and like if I had not apologized to Elliot, we might not be in this conversation right now, Sonny. Oh man, I feel like I was completely neutral, and you—you no, you weren't neutral. You were kind of neutral in some ways. You were neutral, but I think at the end of the I day, s- I feel like I didn't know what was actually going on. I try to like—I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I know this, this is, is crazy. Merrick stuff. This is crazy drama from ten years ago, which yeah. is insane. But like, uh, this is just this was a very bad time in my life. So like, I think a fact the fact that I was dealing with a lot of like mental health issues at the time like made mm. me both like distance myself from my friends and also do things that like like I took my distancing from friends to be like on them and i might have done fucked up things to my friends like the me and matt thing because out of like anger and (laughs) like spite it wasn't even bad you just kissed a girl that i had like hooked up with or was like dating dating a year ago yeah something like that and then you told me about it and i said it was cool yeah it wasn't a bad thing at all i was just teasing you i didn't think this would start from it You were you couldn't have handled it in a better way. You said, "Man, I did something," and then I I said, "Oh, what was it?" You told me, and I went, "Oh, that's totally fine." Yeah, but I still feel I didn't bad. even thank you for telling me. <laughs> it was it, it couldn't have. Less. It was done. 
partially because of what it was, and like it was partially done out of spite. So. Oh wait, what? Really? It wasn't done out of spite, but I was like, <laughs> now, so now, now that's. Oh my god, what? <laughs> it wasn't done out of spite. It wasn't you like you just said it was. It was like I was mad at you at the time, and like. Like, Whoa! like, okay, so, it, okay, so I'll explain it like this. Yes! If I, if I wasn't mad at you at the time, I would have told you beforehand, I would have been like, like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this, is that cool? And I would have asked you. And okay. then you would have been fine with it. But, yeah. I was like, we were having trouble, at least in my mind, we were having, we were growing distant, and you were like, moving away, and like, it felt weird so it was like is matt gonna care and i kind of like not out of spite not like like this will get bad i wasn't saying that but at the same time i was like (laughs) i don't care enough to ask him so it was like okay so the lesson here is uh if you don't want jordan to make out with someone that you had a crush on or had feelings for a year ago don't go to college yeah (laughs) yeah exactly don't learn uh, jordan hates learning Yeah. Oh boy. Everything, back. everything wow. worked out. <laughs> wow. A spite one. Okay, go on. Tell us what Jackie did, you big piece of <laughs> Jesus. I'm glad I'm glad that this happened on Mike. Well, yeah. I guess we can tie this back to like how do you learn how to ask someone out in high school? Did did oh. did Jackie outline his his thought process here? He kind of talk. He doesn't really talk about where he learned it from, but he kind of just was like going through all the motions of how I'm going to talk. How it's it's weird because we're dealing with somebody like looking back on thirty years ago. Sure, so I doubt mm-hmm. whatever he said was anything like how he's saying it. I think we already have like Jackie mm-hmm. in our mind as like mm-hmm. kind of like a not trustworthy narrator. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's all kind of like lies or half truths. Yeah. Um, I mean, in my mind, like, (laughs) why are we reading this book? (laughs) (laughs) If it's completely unreliable. No, no, I think it's reliable enough. I think there is an O Chang. I just think he's talking about how he's getting nervous and he talks about how he's going to ask her out, but he doesn't really go into like where he learned it from or like, Right. It's, pro- yeah, yeah. it's probably a combination of like hearing some of the older brothers and their stuff, and partially that, and partially like the movies that I mean, they worked on. I guess did they did Jack does Jackie ever mention any of his older brothers having girlfriends or even dates at all? Um, he talked about them like being lecherous towards like chicken heads, as they as they call <laughs> them. Yeah, that's true. Lech to chick heads. Um. Yeah, I think I would just be like so distracted about how to ask someone out that I would not know what to do if they actually said yes. Well, well, he he does a good job. So he he going back to it, he gets uh, or he, he made gets, himself look like he did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so he goes to the house and he uh, a woman comes to the door, an older woman. And he says, like, hi, like, I have a message to deliver to one of the students. Can I do that, ma'am or madam? And the woman's like, oh, I'm not the madam. I'm just the cleaning lady. I'm here to here to clean the place. And like, that's like, 
the madam's out for the day. And Jackie's like, woo. And he's like, can I talk to, can I deliver a message to one of the, the girls here? And she's just like, which girl? And he says, oh, Chang. And she's like, oh, she's in the middle of rehearsal. Like, she can't be bothered right now. And he manages to, like, sweet talk his way to letting her, sure. like, ha- come. So she comes and she's covered in makeup completely. And Ooh, yuck. And like he's just like they he acts kinda like silly and stupid and says like, Oh, you look really different like because she's covered in like white white makeup from mm-hmm. a performance. And eventually uh he she asks after they do like this like weird little small talk thing, she's like, Do you actually have a message for me? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I have a message for you. You have an appointment later. And she's just like, an appointment with who? And he's just like, with me. Sure. And then the classic, the classic line. Oh, boy. Can't believe Uh, she fell for that. Yeah. and What a dumb idiot. (laughs) Fucking idiot. She she actually won't get home. So uh, this is where we learn that she doesn't, she's not in a situation like, um, like Jackie is, where she lives at the academy and she goes to she like has a real life. Yeah, she goes home to her family. Right. And mm-hmm. she gets home from her academy, her training at 10 p.m. at night. Damn. Um, and nice. he, she says, I normally just go to sleep at 10. And he convinces her to sneak out with him later that night. After 10? After 10. Damn. So, Chang, that's yeah. real bad. Mm-mm. Um, so they make plans. He knows that where to wait for her. Uh, in the meantime, he realizes that he is not going to be making the money, and Master's going to be asking him, like, like, where's the money where's your, that yeah. you were supposed to make today? <laughs> yeah. So Jackie says that his father had opened a bank account for him and had put some money there, and he hmm. withdrew the 75 Hong Kong dollars. He, HKD. He would have made for Master working on the day for the set, and he withdrew it to give to Master to make up for the money he lost. So hmm. we find out this is a real expensive uh, hobby. This ha- this talking a girls business. Yeah, it is. So but, um, what did they end up doing on the date? So he goes. He meets her. They have a lot of like awkward conversation. Um, sure. they end up talking for over two hours and it finally gets to be midnight and she's like, I have to go. And he walks her back I have to go Chang. <laughs> I, yeah, I have to go Chang. Uh, and he walks her back to her apartment or to, and this is like a rich area of town. Mm-hmm. Like she's like from like a mansion that he says. So he's like <laughs> nervous. He's like, Oh, I'm this like poor kid. I'm with this like rich lady. Like, how am I going to compete? How am I going to work it? And he goes and he's like, oh, should I kiss her? Should I not kiss her? He ends up not kissing her and lets her get into her her room. Mm. And she leaves. And then he's nervous and he's like, oh, maybe I should have kissed her. Maybe maybe I didn't do it right. And she peeks her head back out and she asks him like, oh, am I going to get to see you again? And that's when Jackie knows that he is in. He's, yeah. He's like, oh, of course you're going to see me again. You can't get rid of me. And he, like, Ooh. blows her a bunch of kisses, and he runs away into the night. Uh. He, he, he jumps through, uh, 
like the a flatbed truck, <laughs> like in between the crevice, and he disappears. So after that, Jackie talks about they start hanging out with each other multiple times a week. Jackie's losing all this money because he's hanging out with her. Yeah, and it, it's <sighs> it's expensive. Boy, do I know it! It's expensive every time to see her, and uh, but he keeps on doing it, and. Master tells Jackie that he has a job to do, and I'm just going to confirm that Uh, after six months of this going on, Jackie is going to be sending her, uh, sending him to Singapore um, for uh, for an exhibition to be there for a few weeks. But the lucky thing is, while Jackie is going to be on this exhibition, in Singapore, Oh Chang is also going to be in Thailand. So they're going to be right next to each other. So I is... think we're going to talk about how soon they're going to they're going to talk about what happens when they go away for a few weeks. Right. Wait, are they that close? A pet that It's still it a country. Says, yeah, right? it's still it like says... So not an easy distance for a 14 year old to traverse probably singapore and thailand you said so jackie says i broke the news to oh chang expecting her to be sad but she just laughed don't be silly it's only a few weeks she said besides don't you remember i'll be on tour in thailand at the same time we'll be practically next door to each other it's 1600 kilometers (laughs) between the two (laughs) i mean to take a boat they're not landlocked. They're like <laughs> Thailand is in land, and Singapore is at the bottom of this island body. Well, maybe maybe they're they're setting themselves up for fa- for failure because they're stupid, maybe. and Probably. they don't know geography. I assume in this <laughs> in the six months of quote unquote dating that they did end up kissing at some point. I think yeah, they I don't. don't they don't really say. They don't go into the details. Which that's why we need this new book. Jackie. Yeah, I, it's weird that they don't like. They only talk about like how he tells his brothers about it in the six months, yeah. And Master gets a little bit suspicious, but not overly suspicious. Well, if he was um, he was dodging a performance every time he needed to take her out or whatever, or just like every I think, once in a I while. I think it was just this one time. Okay, I think he was mm. still working, but he he was spending money to go see her. Yeah, and, like yeah. So it like, and time is money. So. Mm-hmm. So all those sure. all those factors together, and <laughs> it it makes for the fact that like it was spending it was costing him money for these six months. Yeah. It makes me feel better knowing yeah. that uh, action superstar Jackie Chan had trouble with girls at points, <laughs> like Matt did. Regular podcasting superstar <laughs> makes me feel similar to him. Thank you, Jordan. That was that was interesting. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. That was good. I don't like the fact that. The book does not. I I will say that rec- I think that it's probably in everyone's best interest as the listeners to let us mm-hmm. continue to do the reading because I mm-hmm. think this book is kind of interesting, but mm-hmm. I think it really is skipping out on like the details. The details. I, I want to hear. Yeah. I want this to be like the, the equivalent of the rocks book. The what book? The ro- the, rocks the rocks book, book was. Oh, the rocks. Okay. You mean? Do you smell what the rock is? The one in? that I read in. In the fifth grade, and talked Does about that, how, that book was really bad. I read that on recently a, on a park bench, and almost got that's arrested. That's not a good book. Weird. That's a poorly written book. Probably. Like, not, what I'm curious. Have a nice day. The mankind book is the good one. What I'm curious about in the details is 
how teenagers date in China because I imagine it's a lot different. Oh, like that's all I want to know, Jackie. Give me those those sweet details on even better question how did teenagers date in china pre jackie chan because i'm sure that factors in yeah, heavily exactly because what do they want the, what do girls want their guys to be without jackie yeah. chan as a... it's like brando it's like that made women realize that this kind of animal man was available mm. before that they didn't know what they wanted yeah. Same with jackie chan <laughs> they didn't know if they wanted somebody they just didn't want anybody well that was chan fiction that was very fun. Should we talk about this uh, essentially coda for how we will talk about Jackie Chan? I think this is a good coda. Is that the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Sure. I don't know if that's... I don't know. I don't know what you're talking go, about. Let's go through it. And we'll figure <laughs> It's a sort of uh, cuneiform for how we speak about Jackie Chan. Like a Rosetta Stone? A sort of Rosetta Stone, okay. yeah. Yeah. Because this is... This this pretty much just straight up lays out what we talk about when we talk about why a Jackie Chan movie works and why it doesn't work. Okay. But in like very to the point terms. So in a weird way, this episode is should have come first. <laughs> should have been our first episode. Probably. Should have been episode zero. Um, do you guys all have the the principles written down? I have. I don't have it written down. I don't have it written down. But okay. I watched it. I watched this. I think four times in the last week when we decided yeah. we were going to do it. Yeah. You've been jacking off to it? <laughs> I have been. Specifically. <laughs> when he's in Chun-Li. Yeah. Oh, dev- definitely Chun-Li. when he's in, uh, in Chun-Li. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the principles of... Uh, we, we have mentioned all this kind of just by watching the movies and talking about it, but these are Tony Zhu's nine principles of Jackie Chan's filmmaking. Uh, how he does action and comedy to make it effective and also talks about what we do wrong in the west and i guess the like eastern europe probably does it wrong too yeah um but this the first rule he has uh, we'll all elaborate on this is start with a disadvantage okay um which is i think what we love about jackie which is that it's the it's the crux of he don't want no trouble yeah He's he's going into a situation either overwhelmed or he doesn't have a shoe on or he's handcuffed. Mm-hmm. Um, in the the movie, I mean, the video talks about Rush Hour Two when he has a, a grenade in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. no, that's right. Ru- no, uh, that's Rush Hour One. What? Isn't that that's Rush? Um, no, Rush Hour One is when he has the bomb vest. Oh no! Shit. I I don't know my rush hours. Yeah, that it's is definitely is rush too. hour too. Sorry, yeah. I take it back. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, but I think that uh, it lets us as let's talk about. Well, actually, I I have my thought. Why do you think that's so effective? Let's all figure this out in our opinions. Why is starting with a disadvantage so effective to the viewer? Well, it's like a relatability thing, right? Because if you're writing a character that's supposed to be a hero, like you want them to uh, uh, overcome weakness, right? So, like, it's the same principle as, like, when you're writing a movie and you you have this character that you're supposed to have as, like, the audience or whatever, and you have you make them, like, trip or something or do something dumb that a normal person would do, and it immediately mm-hmm. sort of, um, it, it, like, is a shortcut towards empathy towards that person. I, like it's humanized right exactly i think yeah. also it helps with stakes like not and 
first I'll say the thing that I think is the the on the honest thing, and then I'll mm-hmm. second say the thing that's crazy, mm-hmm. and, but I still feel this way. So the fir- okay. the first reason I think is the stakes. So starting at a disadvantage helps. Like, think about an Avengers movie or a Batman movie or whatever. If it's just like Batman, the beginning fights in those movies are always like there's no disadvantage, or mo- sometimes even the end fights are like just like like no no disadvantages it's just like one big person versus another big person yeah yeah. and they're just kind of like boring those fights are always boring and it's like just like a show of force from both people and it's not fun to watch and second i'll say start from a disadvantage having a disadvantage is great because uh if you start from a level playing field you can only go up so much Whereas mm-hmm. if you if you're starting at level and then you disadvantage them, the slope to go higher is ex- that's why like whenever I'm gonna surprise somebody with something, I like to like I like to but when I or when I'm gonna give somebody good news, I like to yeah. start with bad news. I like to make up fake bad news mm-hmm. to make them what that seems bad, Jordan. <laughs> Hold up, sorry. That's so, called lying. <laughs> so I think. So I've done this a number of times. Oh like, God. like my so my sister had a a sweet sixteen surprise party, like mm-hmm. surprise lunch, and I lied to her <laughs> to get her to go to it. But I lied about something bad. Not it wasn't like somebody's dead, but I was just <laughs> like I like started off. I put her in a bad mood so that like. She was in a normal mood, and then I put her in a bad mood, and then she was surprised. So it was the difference between a bad mood to a good mood. But doesn't Instead that also of... kind of like imply that you don't have that much faith in the good news? Yeah, <laughs> no, you're, I... you're subverting expectations in a way that's dishonest. I wanted to, I wanted to have a bigger, bigger oomph. I think that a disadvantage. Has you're an really oomph. showing huh. yourself to be a piece of shit this episode. <laughs> a vindictive kisser, a liar to your family. A vindi- have you been have you been stewing on this to to get to the point where you you're calling me a vindictive kisser? I'm not calling it. You said it yourself. You said it was spiteful. I I I understand what you're saying about um, starting at a disadvantage, but I I don't know if that applies so much to like uh, a scene because what you were describing about those early action scenes some of those i find to be like the most some of the more gratifying things of the movie because it demonstrates the uh the sheer power like the power mm. but like that- i i think i think about in the dark knight when he fights all of the scarecrow when he fights like the scarecrows yeah or in one of the Captain America movies when he's just on that ship mm-hmm. i think it's the second just, movie i think it's winter yeah Sunday. yeah that, yeah that scene yeah. is awesome it's fucking awesome when sometimes when they do that that's cool when it's lesser people but like against the big boss you don't want the person to be at just like full stamina against the big boss you want them to of course you want them to be at a disadvantage so that they can like they can power through and show that even at a disadvantage they can beat you because they're the best and they deserve it but a lot of so in all of those movies i guess most of them are western the disadvantage isn't on the screen it's more of a like it's an emotional thing it's a, a lot yeah it's an time. emotional thing or it's like something that was delivered in exposition earlier usually with yeah, or like with jackie it's like he's either physically injured or like there's something that you can tell where 
he has to physically climb back from. Or he's crazily outnumbered. Yeah. Is, is an easy right. one. Well, um, think, what about like Infinity War? Mm-hmm. So, Infinity War, the last battle. There you guys, is, I'm going to pee. You guys talk. About <laughs> <it>. yeah, so, <laughs> keep going. So, um, in Infinity War, the last battle, the reason why they're not able to like kill those things is because they have to protect Vision. And because they have to protect Vision, Natalia, Natasha, whatever scarlet witch's name is okay she is off the battlefield and she would be super powerful so the advantage there's right. a disadvantage in like they don't have full power they don't have their full force and they have to like protect somebody the same like a it's like a, a resident evil uh transport mission right but to- the scale of that is so big that it kind of removes the the emotional stakes of it anyway like okay. Um, it, it it makes more sense if it was just like a co- like if it focused just on Scarlet Witch's uh struggle with that or something because okay. the Avengers like they don't have focus on a single character. I think it kind of dilutes the ability to for them to be at a at a disadvantage, right? Okay. Hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I I think that I think that. That's true. I think when you're dealing with just Jackie, mm-hmm. and Jackie is like he's got a bomb in his mouth, he's got clogs on his feet. I'd he say counts. that's an advantage for Jackie. Clogs, yeah. Are you sure? I think I think they they talk about the clogs as being a disadvantage. Really? I don't know. That's I like... remember in the video they had the clogs. Because I can't remember. Jackie can still kick, but now his kicks are hard. <laughs> he's got wooden kicks now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the second principle of Tony Shu use the environment, which is so fun. Mm-hmm. And kind of I think goes in with uh it it like melds well with the disadvantage concept we were talking about. Because right. it shows even if he is caught flat footed, he is resourceful mm-hmm. and I think that that uh that is also sort of humanizing it's how regular people would be in a fight i think to some extent yeah where you will use uh anything you could do to beat up bad guys i don't think i would ever use the environment to fight you wouldn't why i I would maybe like pick up a vase but like i don't think i could proper the thing is jackie i think it's less so humanizing and more so impressive because Jackie, mm. I think it's more about, like, Jackie is impressive because, like, he could beat you up with a knife. He could beat you up with a sword. He could mm-hmm. beat you up with some bread. Mm-hmm. He can beat, like, you mm. give you give him anything and Jackie will beat, will find a way to use it. He's sure. like a... To beat you a, up. He's like, a, he's like a Swiss Army man. Yeah. Like, when it comes to <laughs> well, you up. Not, not, the, not really. Not really. Like the... He's like a Swiss Army knife. Right. Okay. So sorry, knife yeah. man. Um, and I think that also yeah. the environment also brings an interesting dynamic to scenes when you're going into them, because you're always on the lookout for. It's like a reverse scare, scare uh, jump scare, where you're just like, oh, what's he gonna use in this scene to? Yeah. Yeah, and that kind of goes. Um, man, Tony's Zhu is really good because it bridges into everything yeah. we're gonna talk about. <laughs> yeah. uh, the third rule is be clear in your shots, mm-hmm. which is. Uh, what we always like 
this this video talked about the medallion as like the worst way to mm-hmm. do this, which is to be very close and to have the camera always moving to make it look like people are hard hitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas when Jackie's behind that camera, when Jackie's got the old director's cap on in the old director's chair, yeah. yelling action and cut, he keeps that camera real wide yeah. and keeps it still. So the action isn't the camera. It's the people that know what they're mm-hmm. doing. Which I thought was really cool and I've never thought about before, but I thought it was really appropriate. Yeah. And I thought it was very cool to see it and realize why I didn't like a lot of the things that right. I knew I didn't like. I didn't like for a reason. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if this is the category it's in. Is this when they're talking about the hits or is that the next section? Um, that's you're saying fourth, when you that's see the, the fourth land? one, yeah. Action yeah. reaction okay. is the same frame. Okay. Um, so that I thought this was really really cool, and it makes a lot of sense why I enjoy the the things that I enjoy in the Jackie Chan movies. Right. Um, yeah. When, so Sonny, you were saying. Plus, they like. I think this might go into the next one as well, but um, it yeah. becomes really obvious when he does the side by side comparisons. With like, I think he does uh, a couple of Guardians of the Galaxy fight scenes as well. That's the four. Mm-hmm. That's rule four. Yeah. Also, yeah. Um, but uh, there's a lot of action set pieces in Western movies where they don't do, um, like the that scene with the staircase that he was talking about, where they use visual language to like foreshadow what's gonna happen yeah. next. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was. Awesome. So you're wondering how the stairs are gonna be involved. Yeah. That that's. That's like filmmaking at a uh, really high level yeah. where you it's everything is subconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess in that way, when Jackie was on, he really was a truly great director, if that was what he was yeah. going for. But maybe it was his people, too. I don't know. I'm, I'm reticent to just give him all the credit because we know how Jackie often, when unchecked, makes piles of right. shit sometimes. Because there were, there were a couple of scenes that he showcased that were, like, behind-the-scenes ones where it showed yeah. Jackie, like, directing the fighters, and it seemed mm-hmm. really interesting and super assured. Um, and I think I'd, I'd watch a lot of him just, like, directing people how to fight in in his movies. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a movie they reference called, like, just called, like, Behind the Stunts. I think it's just a documentary about someone who's... Oh, really? His stunt work, yeah. I'd be willing to try and find that and watch it on Daily Motion. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think think the fourth one, um, I enjoy, like, that's something that I've never really thought about, but I, now that it's brought up, it's really, like, obvious. That's something that I kind of complained about with the last uh, Lord of the Rings movie. I thought they, like, the... when they were talking about the hits not landing and not showing the violence um, yeah. with the beats, that's something that I hated about the the, la- the Battle of the Five Armies. How um, uh, you would just see somebody like like an elf was about to like hit somebody with a sword, and it would cut right away just as it was going with the cut. You wouldn't actually see any of the violence or any of the stabs. Yeah. It would just cut right away from it right before it happened or right as it was happening. And I hated it. I, I felt like it really took me out of it to like just as. And I think the it's really cool seeing them show it twice thing. I thought was a really cool way. And like mm-hmm. it makes it. It shines a light on Jackie's choices in so many of the movies yeah. that we watch. Because I think it's yeah, also very sure. like unintuitive that choice that he makes. Because 
it would feel like repetitive and awkward if you were just to yeah. explain that method to someone but i think it really works when he actually you know who does that in the west in his own sort of style who michael mann oh michael mann has a theory about if you shoot a gun and it hits somebody you have to see shot and uh reaction in the same frame which is why i think some of his when michael mann is on his action is usually really really yeah. tight and really good mm. also that's that? um a lot that's a lot of um spielberg does that in uh save my um, private saving private mm. ryan i couldn't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> save me i'm and then yeah uh yeah it's cool it may i think it makes sense from um just sort of parsing frames is yeah like as scientific as it is it's just your brain is when you see something in a frame and the thing is moving in frame your brain isn't recalibrating at all right but when you when you cut to something else uh it i think it it softens right the it takes a, a, a split second to like put it together yeah um this kind of is is this also where they were talking about the scene where it would go from a wide and then it shows the punch land and close? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly the same thing. I know that he Tony was talking about that as a good thing. I think that sometimes that's he's over reliant on it. I agree. Hmm. Well, I don't think he uses it that much though. Well, um, I don't think it's a ton. And in his best movies, he almost very rarely oh no so it, but there's times in later period jackie where he uses it too much yeah well well none of his western movies really use it right uh, yeah it's definitely his his older movies uh yeah no 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 they do it in who am i it's it's the whole thing it's the when like we see the thing the pianos drop twice or and right it's like the show it twice thing is something that he doesn't both of them well it's I actually it's... i don't know if that's the same as so number seven is two hit uh in editing two good hits equals one great hit oh yeah that's what which I'm is that specific about, yeah. one and then there's okay. that that one that where he likes to repeat reshow his stunts which i think might be a different concept oh yeah when yeah i know what you're saying uh yeah interesting okay i get yeah i guess that's true I'm just saying I don't really enjoy seeing uh, kung fu in like close up. Like I don't care about fists hitting stomachs or faces as much as I like to see the whole body react. But most he, of the time, uh-huh. he shows it twice. He shows it first, like uh, like hitting hard and hitting wide, and then yeah. right. and then he uh, he zooms in to show it a second time. Yeah, you still get yeah. to see it in the the large one. You only get to see it like again the second time, and it's close. Right, but it also like skips some frames. I, t- I think too, which is like the idea. Yeah, I I sort of do like those early uh, Snake and Eagle Shadow fights where it is so choreographed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is very it is super wide, and you just see that whole fight. It feels sort of like a video game. Right. Yeah, hmm. um, which I like. I like video games, boys. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go to rule number yeah. Five. Yeah, five. Do as many takes as necessary, which is clearly what differentiates like old Jackie from new Jackie. Yeah. Which is, I think, old Jackie was a perfectionist and would spend unearthly amounts of time and man hours and pay to get scenes. And that's what Tony Zhu said too: is like you can tell these little these little things that are 
so difficult and minute, but that kind of makes a Jackie Chan movie. Yeah. But but we've talked about those. We all those scenes yeah, right. that are like like we talked about well, the pencil thing. We've already a great detail about it. Yeah, but we always like speculated on how much it actually took to do it. Uh, yeah, because to me, there's difference between like ten takes and like five hundred takes, which it seems like the norm for a lot of those intricate scenes. Um, and I don't. I always thought it was something like uh, much lower than it actually turns out to be. Hmm. It it might be lower, but it's still impressive. It's still definitely like. A cool thing to see it from that point of view. Oh yeah, um, I guess like it might just come down to the way they they shoot movies as well. Like, uh, I know the this the movies where they do cut a lot of um, will cut between like reactions and stuff like that. It, yeah. It's because they have a lot of cameras recording at different angles. Yeah. Um, and. A lot of the scenes where Jackie does these wide shots, they might not have the the other cameras to cut to. So it might just be like yeah. they're saving money on coverage, but they're doing so many takes that it just like uh, still ends up being very expensive and time consuming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get he. I guess he kind of just had the clout to do it. We saw that with Miracles. Wasn't that movie hundreds of millions of dollars? Probably not that much, but oh yeah, way more. I thought it was like a hundred million. A hundred was very million. expensive. Really? That? Yeah, I, I it was like the most expensive Hong Kong movie of all time yeah. at that point. And I thought but, it, I thought it was like a big waste of money in a lot of ways. It, I'm sure it didn't it make was, its money yeah. back. It barely made its money back. But yeah, I think that I guess that is saying something about how. They make just the difference of filmmaking and giving certain people patience mm-hmm. to do things and not care as much about the bottom yeah. line. But I, I would be surprised if that hasn't changed. That probably has changed now. Like uh, Chinese cinema is as good in a lot of ways as like Western cinema, yeah. and they care about the bottom line a ton. Well, yeah. Here's a weird sort of comparison because like David yeah. Fincher is also known to be a perfectionist in that he requires mm-hmm. people to do a lot of takes. But it's not yeah. like the workhorse reasons that Jackie Chan does it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that. I don't know if the philosophy here also applies to someone who does it just because they want a better performance or a better. I don't know. Something wasn't quite working, and they just like iterate until it starts okay. working. I I always sorry Jordan. You go. Oh, I was just gonna say that I think that it was more feasible to be able to like do what they want, like do a hundred takes of just like like Jackie trying to get this thing done because I think it was a lot cheaper to make a movie back then, mm-hmm. and like when you didn't have to pay extras really any money, you did you probably these camera people were paid nothing. There was no no way to like really like fight for your rights i'm sure yeah, in, like, yeah i don't know how the union if they had unions or anything i would assume probably not time. in the hong kong Maybe cinema not. not strong one like so i think that it's probably a lot easier to do multiple takes where just like hey we're gonna get this right and be a perfectionist mm-hmm. and now like the bottom line is huge right like there's just so much money involved in all of this 
So, uh, like, I think that it makes sense that it would be more expensive and uh, it, it would be unable to be done at this point. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I hear you, George. Uh, I think a lot of the times, like, someone like Fincher does takes is because he wants things for safety. Mm-hmm. He just wants to have the best possible things to right. edit. Like, who knows? Like, that great scene in The Social Network that starts, They, I think they did 100 plus takes of it. Mm-hmm. And they used, like, the 95th wow. take. Wow. So it's just, he just wants, he's a crazy perfectionist in a different way. Where I think Jackie know, he want, he knows physically when he yeah. got it, when the shot's been done. Fincher's like, uh, the actual... You don't know what which take he's going right, to use. I think right. he uh, he just wants he wants all the options. Yeah, yeah. I I know a lot of people when I've been on sets. There are some directors that do that, but they don't have the money or the time to mm-hmm. spend okay. twelve hours on one yeah. shot. Let alone Jackie, probably who's it said would do weeks. Yeah, on that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it helps, you probably the, the schedule is probably really short because there's like no yeah. script. Yeah. <laughs> Most of it's probably real fast. Okay, we, then we have number six. Hey, let the audience feel the rhythm, dummy. I which is I uh, love that yeah. one. Yeah, it's a good one. I thought it made yeah. like seeing it side by side. It makes so much sense. Why? Like, I don't know what movie they were showing. The one where Jackie's like naked in a like like uh, in a bazaar. Oh yeah, he's like getting punched and he's blocking his like. His like uh, his his, his uh, junk, his junk, his jank, and it that's a recent movie. It okay, so I would like to watch that movie. It seems like it's a really cool. It has that like dance. It has that like musicality to yeah. it that you as yeah. the audience can like see and get into the rhythm of it. And I thought that was a really cool thing, and it makes perfect sense why that's important and why it's stupid that American uh, directors don't do that. Right, because I also imagine it's pretty hard to do, unless you know yeah, a I think lot. Be really yeah, you have to know a lot about how fights break down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but shouldn't shouldn't the people who make billion dollar movies that gross a billion dollars and cost so much money, sure. like, shouldn't they be good enough? Well, to I think be- like in terms of orchestration, I think the first Avengers movie kind of gets there. Uh, but it's obviously scaled up in such a way where, like, the puzzle pieces you're putting together are a lot bigger, so they're kind of easier to fit together, maybe. But, like, that, okay. the last set piece in the first Avengers movie is a pretty, like, comes pretty close to that in a, on a larger scale. Okay. Um, that makes yeah. sense. It's just also, when we're looking at somebody like Jackie Chan, who is... We can, I don't think I think that he's sort of the exception to a lot of things, even probably in China. Yeah. Like he and Samo are known for certain reasons as being like big dick players. Yeah. Whereas other people, like I don't think every Chinese movie we see are, is going to be like that. And uh, even like Ong Bak and stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of kung fu movies don't really. They kind of do their own thing and they diverge. Uh, Ip Man. Ip Man sort of has the rhythm uh, in a lot of those fights. Yeah. Things, just because of how like tight the movement is um mm-hmm. those movies are masterpieces yeah. those 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 are just like just about fighting for the yeah. most part there's like nothing else it can be oh man okay uh let's keep on moving and grooving 
What's the next one? And uh, this is number seven in editing. Two good hits equals one great hit. So this is what we were talking about. Yeah, before. that's what we were talking about before. I don't agree with this one. Because I just want to see one hit. I don't want to see it twice. Well, in a way, it kind of contradicts that the um, action and reaction the in the same frame one, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the the wide shot one. Uh, I, I guess I'm... I, yeah, I'd be curious to know, like, what... this Like, when he would make each one of these decisions. Because they seem to be executed in similar situations doesn't he include in this in this the eighth one he includes the um the jumping down the is this where he includes the jumping down the the um the, the lights wall thing the lights no or that's that his nine? ninth one okay that's nine we're also on seven yeah oh shit okay uh no okay so <laughs> uh i i I don't see many movies where, at least, definitely not the American ones where he shows you the two hits. That is something mm-hmm. that is not really in any of them. Um, yeah. So it's not something that we see much of. Uh, but the few times that the few examples that he showed of it, I thought seemed pretty uh, relevant and seemed pretty good. I didn't see them as being bad. Uh, so I I kind of agree with it. I don't know. I don't think it, yeah. it's something you can't do it every hit in the movie. You can't overuse it, but I think it could be a cool thing. Well, I think yeah, I, yeah, I think a risk here is that um, it will take people out of it, just because it's like it sort of it, like I say, it breaks the continuity of the scene, uh, and okay. that can be distracting a lot of the time. But like the the reason yeah. they do it is to show the strength of the hit, right? Uh, and I just think yeah, there's better there's better ways to do that. But I, don't know. I think that it's the better ways to do it is sort of uh, not to like I can't say that I'm a better director than Jackie because I'm yeah. not. <laughs> but it kind of goes with the environmental thing. Like that's when you use the environment right. where if you can hit somebody down a flight of stairs, or you hit them into a bunch of paint cans, yeah. or I don't know. I think that there's ways aside from just being like, this fist hit so hard. <laughs> Look at this fucking fist. It's so yeah. big. Uh, but it is it is better than uh, the criticism that uh, a lot of Western films cut away from the hit. Yeah. Which is annoying. It's because they don't know how right. to fight. Like, that's sort of what it came down to, right? Um, right. Number eight. Uh, pain is humanizing. Yeah. This is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this one Jackie gets his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, this one I I thought was really appropriate, and the, more so than just humanizing. Pain is funny. Like yeah. it's yeah. funny to watch Jackie get hit and get hurt. Like it. Like they show that scene that I think all of us loved in uh in uh, Project A, mm-hmm. where they like where they do they're fighting on the other side of the bar and they close yeah. the uh the. I, what is it, what would you even call that? It's like it's like the, the exit, yeah. Hatch. yeah. Yeah, they cut they, the hatch. They close it on each other's hands, and they both take the pain. They drop, they're in pain, and they both come and they punch each other. One of them like hits one in the head with a wood, a piece of wood, and the other one hits um, uh, the other one with like he punches like a frying pan. Yeah, and they both yeah. they both feel it, and you see both of it. Mm-hmm. Like I just think that scene is really funny. Yeah, it is very funny. 
Jackie like knows like that he like it's people are gonna enjoy seeing him in pain mm-hmm. and like being this iron like bulletproof like just like guy who can take anything and shrugs it off it doesn't do anything right you know who Jackie Chan kind of reminds me of this is weird maybe I even made this before kind of like Mick Foley the wrestler okay Ooh. in that Mick Foley in no way is the greatest looking wrestler mm-hmm. and Jackie's not like a super built guy he's I mean he's a, he's a, he's obviously in yeah. good shape mm-hmm. but he's not like a John Cena type right. Um, or Sylvester Stallone, or lots of what Western audiences look like. Even Bruce Lee was in much better shape yeah. than Jackie Chan was. Yeah. And was like a more handsome guy. Um, but through the beatings that he takes, and through his ingenuity and his will to win as a character, you end up rooting for him, just because it's like, it's fun to see how he'll get out of the situation, mm-hmm. as much as it's to get into the situation. And it's like when Mick Foley puts tacks on the ground to slam somebody right. on. It's fucking exciting because you go, oh shit, those tacks are gonna come into yeah. play. This is gonna be amazing. Jackie Chan is a hardcore, wrestler yeah. <laughs> and ways. but also in that same logic, you also see, you know that like, oh, Mick Foley is willing to get his hands dirty, and he's gonna yeah. he's gonna hurt him. He's gonna hurt the other guy, but he's also gonna get hurt jumping down onto those. Yeah, tacks. he loves he's those. He loves those it. stunts. Jackie puts his body on the line in. In character and as an actual performer. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing that I think people can appreciate. Damn. But Damn! Also, but also along those same lines of like him being not like as strong or as handsome or as in good shape as like Bruce Lee or any of those other people, it's very much that like that huma that humanizing thing. Right. If like yeah. he's the everyman. He's like uh he's ready to, to get down and like if we were as skilled as Jackie, or if we put in the time that Jackie put in, mm-hmm. we we could be Jackie. Right. Because I think, like, a lot of it also comes from the fact that no matter how much context you have around who Jackie Chan is, you don't, you're never walking into a fight with the expectation that he's always going to win. Whereas, like, with Sylvester Stallone, you, like, take a look at him, and you're like, oh, this guy's already got an advantage, so you have to do yeah. some work to, like, tear him down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Man. All right, number nine, earn your finish, which is sort of what you were talking about, Jordan, about the lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It just, I think it's just sort of like it puts everything together. It's you really have, if you want to do something really big, you have to scrap for it. And it's awesome. And And also, like, it's, I think that a lot of, like, American movies and action movies are, like, anticlimactic. I, I don't think this is what they talk about in the earning your finish section. I think they talk about it earlier, but they talk about how in a lot of American movies, the grand finale is like just kind of anticlimactic mm-hmm. and they show the scene in what we haven't watched yet, but we are going to be watching Shanghai Nights, Shanghai Nights when um, Donnie Yang just gets get. Oh, and also happened in Mulan the same exact way. Mm-hmm. The big bad guy just gets shot with a firework and gets killed that way um and it's just kind of like oh that's cool he blew up from a firework but like that's not really like an earned finish right. that's like no it's just kind of anticlimactic and like the the movies that really work super well and jackie does a great job in they are earned like that jump down is like mm-hmm. it can't get better than that yeah yeah 
He the the last fight scene is he kicks a dude through a glass case. I remember too. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like how it ends. Uh, that's like the last shot of right. the movie. It's just like his frustration at this injustice, and he just goes <laughs> yeah. nuts. Man, yeah, it's Jackie Chan when he's on is really really mm-hmm. great. That's yeah. why we do a podcast yeah. about him. Tony yeah. Zhu did a great job with us. Uh, what do we rank this video, guys? I can't. I have no reason to not give. Yeah, it it's gotta be five. I think it's a five out of five. I think this is like really interesting. It sheds a lot of light on things. And I think I don't know. I feel like you guys have said that you've watched this before. Yeah, I have. Um, yeah. But me watching this for the first time, I think I'm going to consistently either take this into consideration or every few weeks in conjunction with watching a new movie, rewatch this video mm-hmm. to see how it uh, either adopts these nine characteristics or doesn't yeah and see how it oh nice how effective of a movie it is because of that i think yeah that would be our yeah movie. i think it's completely yeah. fair to like keep those principles on hand as you're watching one of these movies yeah yeah and like, i have them tattooed on my arm <laughs> on my hand <laughs> so it, I, um, we're all gonna get tony Zhu tattoos instead yeah well, okay, let's talk about this right before we do a jack-off. Jordan, uh, at my going-away party, suggested that we all get Jackie Chan tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> what would it take, Sonny, for... Because I'll, I'll get one. It doesn't even matter what it is. Sonny, what would it take for you to get one? Uh, if we get 500 subscribers... Subscribers? <laughs> no, yeah. that's that's hard. Sure. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a lot. You think, How about you, you don't think it should be something more reasonable? Uh, if this, if we get endorsed by Jackie Chan. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, of course. You, you went with a much more <laughs> insane and impossible yeah. one. How about when Jackie dies, we all get it. That's just the rule. Whenever that is. Okay. That's 50. fine. We might die first. I, I'd like to get it. I think my, that. yeah, my big thing is I want to tat- another <laughs> tattoo first. Like, I don't want this to be my first tattoo. Get a what? Bruce Lee tattoo. <laughs> what are you gonna get? What's your first one? Is it gonna be a like a like? I don't know. I don't Pikachu. Even know. <laughs> is it gonna be? Is it gonna be? Uh, these colors don't run. Yeah, it's just gonna be a, a don't tread on me. <laughs> it's gonna be snake. a snake snaked around your arm. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be solid snake, but it's gonna say don't tread on me. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a that's, pretty, awesome. that's actually a good idea. That's a cool tattoo. I I would yeah. I would actually if somebody had a solid snake, don't tread on me tattoo. I would I would laugh. I I think that's you can get a Fox News tattoo, but it's like Fox from the Metal Gear Solid. That's games cool. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I want right, let's 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 yeah, jack let's off, guys. Yeah. All right, so it's my time. I I don't know if we have a movie picked, but we'll figure that out next week. Jordan versus Sonny. Yeah. I also might have done these before. Okay. Good. That'll give me extra extra chances. Okay, so this person was portrayed by Eric Bana. Let me make sure that's Uh, correct. (laughs) Yes, I was right. Okay, anything? Wait, no, I think I know. Uh, Ch- Channel Lecter? No. Oh, but not, not not bad. Uh, oh, shit. Um, Anthony Hopkins. What? No, that's, that's an actor. Doesn't make any sense. 
continuing on. This person was, this character was also portrayed by Ed Norton. Fuck. I don't, uh... Oh, oh, um... You got Bruce it. Bruce Channer. Yeah. Two points to Jordan. <laughs> nice work, Jordan. Yeah. Next one's going to be Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Okay. Bruce nice Tanner. one, Jordan. That's like, that also Jordan. double confused me because Ed Norton plays someone in Red Dragon, right? Yeah, no. That's I true. I was yeah. that the same way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This, I'm just going to do it. These are all uh, TV and movie yeah. like themed. Okay. I, I wrote some down that weren't. Uh, this film is an Andrew Garfield vehicle. Spider Chan. Oh, please tell. No. Um. Uh... Hmm. Uh, moving on, if mm-hmm. you'd like. Was it the amazing Spider Chan? <laughs> no. Okay. This movie is about a guy who doesn't want to use guns. Jacksaw Ridge. There it is. Oh, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> Next one's going to be Mel Gibson made yeah. this movie. <laughs> All right. The Patriot-chan. All right, how am I going to do this one? This is tougher. Wait, so um, that's three points? For no, that's two. No, that's two. It's two. Points. Okay. It's two points, so it's tied up. It's whoever gets this one wins. Okay, this person died in the summer of 2008. Michael Jackson. No. But that's 2009, but that's good. Okay, moving on. Okay. Uh, This person is could be considered a sort of king mm, this is a tough one and this third one nelson it away. chandela no <laughs> is nelson Not mandela king. dead yes when did he yeah, die did he die like after people said he died i think he, I wait think there's i one of those thought he was still alive Oh, maybe it's a Berenstein Bear. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's. I think it, this is a Mandela effect that people oh, Mandela? Mandela? Yeah. people believe that he died in jail or something like that. Oh, but I thought he died recently. He like did. Two years I, ago. He might have died I think recently. he died recently. Okay, lastly, this person had his own show with a character on it named Jordan and Baby Girl and Vanessa. These are three characters. Oh, come on! It was on... I'm just going to yeah. keep doing it until we get it. It was on Fox. Oh, no. Oh, my Jordan, God. I've watched this show with you before, so I'm very surprised you don't know this. They died in 2018? 2008? 2008. 2008. Oh, my God. I'm killing him. Yeah. This person was a comedian of comedy. 
Oh, Bernie Mac. No, was a king of comedy. Bernie Jack. No. Sonny, you <laughs> won because no! Jordan won. Why did I say it? <laughs> the winner of oh Jack Off of this episode 25, Sonny Chang. No, now Still I remember. Yeah, it was a Bernie Mac show, guys. Yeah, I, I never like watched the Bernie it. Mac show. I, yeah, I remember Baby Jordan girl? was his son, Baby Girl. Vanessa. I don't remember Vanessa, but... Vanessa was the oldest niece. They were all his nieces and nephews. Yeah, I remember Jordan because... He died 10 years ago? Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Mr. 3000. 10 years ago today. Ah. I don't know. That's not true. He died right before I got to college. Like two weeks before. Okay, guys. This has been it. Sonny, I I assume you don't have a movie pick, but if you do... Not yet. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to go head-to-head with Jordan. Hopefully Jordan will get a win. Yeah, he won one recently. I think you're like oh, you're like oh. No, you won one recently. No, I won one. You did, and then I picked uh, City Hunter. That's correct. (laughs) That was a while ago too. Yeah, that was like four ago. I need a win. (laughs) (laughs) I need this. All right, um, follow us at the Chan Pod. Like us on Facebook. Just keep listening on SoundCloud. People are actually finding this, and it's cool. Thank you. Um, look out for our Reddit posts, all that shit. Oh, email us if you have any Jackie questions at uh, Jackie Ch- at uh, chancepanningpodcast at gmail dot com. Mostly, what we have in there are SoundCloud notifications that we've mm-hmm. paid. So we want some real emails with questions or anything that you guys have. Um, thank you. Thanks, bye. guys. Okay, bye. Hey, Music. Music. Fat, 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 fat,